This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by my brain and mouth, though not necessarily in that order. Your Daily Lex. TGIT. Thank goodness it's Thursday, specifically Thursday, January 16th, 2014, if this calendar isn't a liar. I want to tell you a little bit about the worst pain I ever had, which was when I had kidney stones. It was now almost two years ago, and it's still, I think, the worst memory of my life, with the possible exception of uh, some unpleasantries around the time my son was born. Uh, He's fine now. It worked out. Uh, But so I had these kidney stones, which were just awful. I had a lifelong fear of kidney stones ever since my father had told a story at some social gathering where these things come up and he talked about how in his 30s he had kidney stones and how it was the worst pain he had ever had and how uh you know he he peed blood and how the doctors told him this is the worst pain that humans can experience that women who've had uh, natural childbirth say that their kidney stones have hurt more, etc. So I knew my whole life I didn't want them, and I knew the second I realized I had kidney stones, I mean, I knew it instantly. Uh, and it was awful. And then, you know, uh, I went to see the urologist afterwards, and they said, uh, listen, uh, they told you that you had kidney stones, and you did. You successfully passed the kidney stone they looked at, but what they didn't tell you is you have a bunch of other kidney stones still in your kidneys larger than the kidney stone you already passed. So we're going to you know, send waves through it to blast it up. That's a procedure that doesn't hurt at all, and then you won't even notice when you pass the other stones. I went in for that procedure, and the nurse said, by the way, the doctor told you it wasn't going to hurt at all, right? And I said, yes, and they said, that's a lie. You're going to wake up and be in a lot of pain. That was true. Not as bad as kidney stone pain, but still bad. Then uh, a couple weeks later, I was in incredible pain again. And because I'm a very lucky person, yes, indeed, I had kidney stones again. And this time, even though they thought they had broken them all up with that other procedure, it turned out that there was still a gigantic stone for me to pass. And it was just as awful, in fact, awfuler than the first one, which at its time had broken the record for most awful thing I had ever experienced. So I had these two kidney stones just a couple weeks apart, uh, incredibly painful and horrible things that I hated and that really, truly, sincerely robbed me of my will to live. I'll say things robbed me of my will to live kind of exaggeratingly, but despite the fact that I'm a father to three and a person who generally enjoys life, when I was dealing with those kidney stones, all I could think about was, man, this would be so much easier if I were dead. Anyway, those are behind me now. Mostly. The problem is when you have kidney stones, they try to have you catch them in a little strainer, which is, you know, fun for a boy. You get to pee into the little funnel and try to catch the stone. And when I caught the stone, uh, they take it and study it. And they want to figure out what kind of a kidney stone did you pass and uh, thus what is the cause. But when they looked at the kind of kidney stone I passed and then they looked at my blood work and everything else, they decided that the cause was, I don't know. So when the official cause of your kidney stones is, I don't know, you're in an interesting position because there's nothing you can change. So now, at least if you're me, you live in constant fear that it's going to happen again. So I now live with this fear that anytime I feel any flank pain, uh, oh my gosh, what if it's another kidney stone? And the only advice my urologist gave me was... Uh, Lex, you have a remarkable penis. No, that's not the advice he gave me. He was thinking it. But the only advice my urologist gave me was maybe you got a little bit dehydrated once and then maybe you got a tiny bit dehydrated another time. And just these little tiny bouts of dehydration, dehydration bouts I wouldn't have even noticed, you know, for 10 or 20 or 30 or 60 minutes at a time, they all allowed tiny little bits of whatever to form in my kidneys. And eventually that added up to create these stones. So now I hydrate, 
I was going to say I hydrate like the Dickens, but honestly, I don't even know what that means. And if I'm trying to make a, another penis reference, that's really weird. And I wasn't what I was going for. And now I've called it out. And so it's even weirder. Anyway, I hydrate like the Dickens. I hydrate like Charles Dickens, who everybody knows loved water, especially Evian, which is naive spelled backwards. Anyway, I drink water all day long. It helps that I'm on a treadmill desk. That makes me even extra thirsty. But even if I'm not on the treadmill, if I'm having a sitting day, whatever, I drink water all day long. That means I'm constantly getting up to refill my water glass and I'm constantly getting up to go to the bathroom. This is very annoying. What's extra annoying is on those very rare occasions when there's somebody at the house besides my family, then I lock the door to the bathroom while I use it. And then when I uh, try to leave the bathroom, I'm like, oh my gosh, the door to the bathroom is stuck. I'm going to be here forever. It happens to me every time. And it's because I'm so unaccustomed to locking the door in the bathroom when I'm at home with just the family who I trust not to walk in on me and who I can tolerate if they do. Anyway, I don't recommend kidney stones. I also don't recommend drinking water all day long. It's probably very good for you, but my gosh, is it annoying for the number of bathroom breaks I have to take. I guess if I didn't have the treadmill desk, I'd appreciate the opportunity to get up on my feet and walk back and forth to the bathroom 87 times a day, but I do have the treadmill desk, so I hate it. Lex. Lex. 